0: It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Uh, welcome to Hump Day. Made it to a Wednesday. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Happy to be joined by Tony Burke as well.
1: Good afternoon, TB. A beautiful day outside, Oh, John. It's
0: gorgeous. Got the rain, going to turn into snow later, to, maybe tomorrow. Yeah, Wind's up to 40 miles an hour this evening. Very nice. This is college basketball night for me. I'm, I'm sitting home, feet up, watching a bunch of hoops. Cards play, Hoosiers play. Get your nap in. These are 9 o'clock starts tonight. Eminem Cardage presented by... Or, excuse me, Spears on Sports, 3, 2, 1. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. Scooter, you can cut that out in the uh, in the podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. Price is right. Wednesday, January 25th, Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502 384 1450. 384 1450. If would like to join in on the conversation with Tony and myself, Thornton's text line open as well, 502 414 1450. Don't forget, you get your free sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit, steak and egg burrito, or bacon, egg, and cheese croissant, along with a 20-ounce bottled soda, fountain drink, tea, or fizz freeze when you become a new Refreshing Rewards member. Download the app, register for Refreshing Awards. That's as easy as it gets to earn your free breakfast on Thornton's. And hit us up on the Thornton's text line today,
2: 502-414-1450. Thornton's also has wings now. Oh, I know, I saw that. I haven't oh, tried them yet, but you're trying to kill me, right? I don't need to know that. I bet they're awesome.
0: I'm sure they are. <laughs> I'm sure they're awesome. Oh.
2: Uh, now now, have got to know buffalo. Uh, they've got like oven roasted and then a spicy Asian one, Thai. Yeah. Nope, just spicy and oven roasted. Ah, uh, John can, no, he he, can he can work with them. You he got, got he me at spicy. Choices. You got me. He had me <laughs> at spicy.
0: Uh, Tony Burke will give his NFL picks for the weekend. He's been a lot better than I have. One and three for me last weekend. Yikes, it was an ugly weekend. But uh, we'll try again. We'll try again on Friday with the uh, unsponsored six-pack. But we'll get Tony's picks today. Bengals Chiefs, the late game, and the early game, of course, Niners and Philadelphia Eagles. The one seeds both advance to the conference championship games, which they should. They're the one seeds. Um, Kentucky 69, Vanderbilt 53. The Cats win their fourth game in a row, improved to 14 and six. John Calipari now 25 and four against Vanderbilt. I guess that's good, right? 25 and four. That's pretty. I would say you know, on that court, that's a weird place
1: to play. Still weird.
0: Remember when the coaches couldn't roam the sidelines; they had to stay on the in the end zone.
1: Remember those days? I do. And uh, oh, it's hard to coach that way when your team's at the other end, especially at the end of the game. And I also saw a picture of
0: Vanderbilt students, some in Kentucky uniform, stacking beer cans from their front row seats onto the uh, uplifted floor.
1: Trying to tell Kentucky something hey, about gets, we can drink beer here? <laughs>
0: yeah, we can drink beer here in Nashville. Didn't
1: they Sorry, guys. Beer.
0: Sorry. Vandy needs oh. beer
1: at their games a lot of times.
0: Uh, that's a good point, but, uh, I think Kentucky needed a few at the LSU and South Carolina games, by the way, that went over LSU. Whoa, what's, what's happened there? What if you'd have lost that game? That, that, all, that would have been as, all, not quite as bad as the South Carolina loss,
1: but it would have been close because LSU got thumped again last night. What has happened to LSU, John? <sighs> the man, the coach there, the guy from, uh, yeah, the guy from, from Murray.
0: Murray. Yeah. Good coach, I thought. Coach well against Kentucky, that's for sure. Uh, but the Cats win last night. I digress. Oscar Shibway had another double-double, 15 and 13. Jacob Toppin added a double-double, 12 and 10, six or seven from the floor. Antonio Reeves, 16 off the bench. The uh, lineup that is the most efficient that we talk about all the time, without Severe Wheeler in it, uh, scored 63 of the Cats' 69 points last night. Uh, Reeves off the bench with 16, C.J. Frederick 10, Kaysen Wallace 10. That that hybrid lineup that we love, had uh, everybody had double figures last night.
1: It did, but Wheeler played well. Wheeler played if, well, if 22 they, minutes last night. Yes, I was just looking at it. He had five assists and, and a steal and two turnovers. And that's what they need out of him. And if he can play that role as that guy, that's really going to help the Wildcats. But he was good. He was. I mean,
0: uh, you know, you you worry, and you're a coach, you know, guy gets taken out of the starting lineup, his minutes dwindle, how's he going to react? And there are two ways to go. Uh, and I've said this on the show, there's going to come a game where they're going to need him. And last night was kind of partially that game. They did need his presence uh, on the floor, and he, he, he answered the bell last night.
1: Well, some of those guys are going to have bad nights. Uh, Wallace might be in foul trouble. There's all kinds of ways to look at it. But if Frederick and Reeves are 4-for-10 from the three-point line, that helps a whole lot too. And that gives Oscar a chance to rebound. It gives him a chance to get the ball in there. And it opens up Jacob Toppin as much as it does anybody. And Wallace is a threat to shoot it. So they have found their niche, I think. The rotation's shorter. And it's just it, – it's working right now. And for a Kentucky fan who was jumping off bridges and, and firing Cal and all that stuff, you got to take a little step back. And it's going to be interesting Saturday when a wounded Jayhawk team comes yeah. in. But I, I was listening to another show, and I do agree with one thing they said. The matchups are good for Kentucky against Kansas. Inside, for sh- for sure, with Shebae. Yeah, Abrams or whatever. Is it Adams or Abrams? A- the- Adams. Adams. Uh, they really don't have a post player besides for him, and he's foul prone. And he's not like a seven-footer or anything. So I think that a big advantage for Kentucky. And I, I think it will be a great crowd in Lexington. Wilson's Academy really Hunter.
0: good for for Kansas. He's going to get he's, his. He's going to get his for sure.
1: Uh, but vacation Wallace, uh, I think, has an opportunity to have a big game as well. Yeah, and, and you know, with Kansas coming on the road hurt, you get them down, it, it, you could be in a really good spot if you're Kentucky. And they need that kind of win. Even though Kansas has lost lately, they need an upper-tier win.
0: Yeah, Bill Self's never lost four in a row at Kansas. I heard him say he's that. He's lost yeah. three in a row three times now. This is the third time. He's never lost four in a row. That would scare me a little bit. Yeah, but they did. Just statistically. Yeah, I mean, Uh, we're big on stats. You mentioned the rotation. Love numbers. You mentioned the rotation. Uh, They went eight deep last night, but Lance Ware only played four minutes. Uh, Chris Livingston, who started, played 15. Uh, So really, six deep when you think Reeves and Wheeler off the bench, take Livingston out of the equation there. Um, Damian Collins, I know he's still dealing with an injury. We didn't see him. We didn't see Onyonso last night. We didn't see uh, Thierro. That's, I think, at least two games in a row we haven't seen Thierro touch the floor. Uh, so Cal has decided, hey, we're we're going. Uh, this is these are our guys.
1: That's it. Well, it's working too. When and, things work, well, you know. Yeah,
0: when you win four in a row, that's what you do. You know, when something works for me, I stick with it. And also taking the phones away from the guys, they, he put them in a hotel in Lexington, which he never does. Night before the game, took away all their social media uh, access. Did it again in Nashville uh, on uh, uh, last yeah, the night. I guess they got there yesterday afternoon. Took it away from them yesterday morning. So trying to get them to focus on each other, focus on basketball. And look, when you're winning, you always say, "Hey, hey, this is working, right?" <laughs> okay, when you lose, that means it's not working anymore. I don't understand.
1: That's nah, just coaches. That's like going. It seems to, a, to have been the right move, though. That's like going to a zone. A guy hits a three, and you go right out of it. Well, they come <laughs> down against man to hit a three. You don't get out of it, right? Uh, here's my favorite stat. Talk about numbers.
0: Kentucky ended the first half on a 7-0 run, started the second half on a 12-3 run. That's 19-3. There's your ball game. That's good counting. If you can do that at the end of a half, you, we always talk in football about teams deferring, score at the end of the half, and get the ball back at the beginning of the second half and score again. What a big turnaround that is. And This is kind of the same here in this situation. You have a great end of the first half, great beginning of the second half, and all of a sudden Vanderbilt looks up. And they were down two when that 7-0 run started. They look up, they're down 20.
1: Yeah, I always think the start of the second half is huge. Just for psyche as much as anything, how you're going to get rolling. You come out and you're rolling, and it seems to always carry over. And uh, great job by Kentucky last night to get that going in the second half. 17
0: assists on 31 made field goals. That's a pretty good number, right?
1: It's pretty good.
0: Uh, I think Vandy only had four assists on the night, but Wheeler had five. C.J. Frederick had five, uh, two apiece from Shebway and Toppin. So you had different guys sharing the ball with their teammates. And Kentucky,
1: who shot 56.4%
0: last night, Tony, they got some great looks at the rim.
1: And they did. And uh, I'm going to go to the other one. that It was five assists for Vanderbilt, and you're not going to win many games with five assists. Uh, but Kentucky shot it well. Uh, Oscar and Jacob Toppin, both. They were 13 for 17 from the field.
0: But only 50% from the free throw
1: line. And that's something Tony, that they got to get out better of, at. one out of two. <laughs> well, one out
0: of two. Vandy doesn't foul Does much. Does that concern you?
1: No, nah, you not didn't, you running. didn't.
0: I mean, t- how many dunks and layups did Kentucky have? And they never got to the free throw line. That just tells me Vandy didn't
1: challenge much. That's exactly what it tells me, that they were. One for two at the line. Wow. Six of 16 from
0: three. Six of 17 was Vanderbilt. Uh, Kentucky held Vandy to 32.7, and they had the one dude. Um, I got—I can't remember his name. I'm gonna have to look real quick here. He uh, started. I think I know he came off the bench. Dia, yeah. four of eleven, four of five from three-point land. He was throwing them in there. Wasn't and they were—they were bringing rain, man. He yeah, was throwing them. They up hit high. the upper deck. He hit the first four. He was five of eleven. Finished with 14 off the bench. They don't have him last night. This is a bloodletting. Now you got Kansas coming up uh, Saturday, eight o'clock ESPN. This is the final SEC Big Twelve Challenge or Big Twelve SEC Challenge, whichever way you want to look at it. We saw the last ACC Big Ten Challenge. I guess I think they're going to ACC SEC next year. So Kentucky will not only play Louisville, they'll play another ACC team later in the year. So um, I love these challenges, man. You're going everybody not everybody gets to play cuz there's only 10 teams in the Big 12, 14 in the SEC. I know A&M is playing Vanderbilt. I heard that last night, so neither one of those is in the challenge. I guess it's a it's a black mark if you don't uh, if you're not in
1: on the challenge. Sorry, we don't think you're going to be very good. That's exactly what it means and uh, but it, it's a good it's a good break in the middle of the season from the conference play. And I think it's like for it. teams I, because, I think the yeah, fans love it too. Yeah, I think definitely. Uh, how good is the Big 12, by the way?
0: I think it's the best conference.
1: I think it is, too, John, from top to bottom. But I tell you, the team that won again last night, and I've watched them a few times, that is probably the most underrated team in the country. And Can you I guess? It is? Yeah.
0: TCU. Yes. Now TCU is they're good. They're ranked big. 11th, so it's hard to say they're underrated. No, they're better than 11th. They beat Oklahoma last night by 27th coming
1: off of a road victory, about 23-point win over Kansas. When their big guy got hurt. I don't know. Uh, big guy plays under the basket, got hurt for TCU in that game. And yeah. I, I don't know if he played last night. I did not. In the that. Kansas
0: game, right? Yes. Yes, he got hurt in the Kansas game. I want to see. Uh, they are 16-4. and four. Uh, The question, who did they lose to, is going to be answered this way. Oh, you're not going to believe it. Was it early? Early. Early November, which you know that's not good, right? Northwestern State,
1: how did that Sixty-four happen? to sixty-three. They must have had a bunch of guys that were suspended. They <laughs> lost to uh, Iowa State at home by two. A good Iowa State team. Uh, we won again
0: last night, by the way. Beat Kansas State. Uh, they lost at Texas by four. There's no shame in that. And uh, they lost at West Virginia. 74 to 65.
1: That's one of those games where you have to go into West Virginia and you don't get out alive.
0: Well, the, Yeah, the Big 12 is like that, I think, everywhere.
1: Yeah, they, um, they rock the bus when you're coming in and throw stuff at you and you're scared. <laughs> Batteries, usually,
0: right? <laughs> Standings in the Big 12. First of all, there are 10 teams in the Big 12, six are in the top 25. Think about that Kansas State, Texas, and Iowa State, six and two. TCU, Kansas, Baylor, five and three. Then you got Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, West Virginia, Texas Tech down at the bottom, 0 7. Texas Tech was in the national championship game 2 years ago, 3 years ago. 2 or 3 years ago when they lost to Virginia. Maybe 4 years ago. Yeah, we're old. We can old. years so don't. Chris Beard left. They're Owen 7. They're 10 and 9 overall. Nobody in the Big 12 has a losing record. But they're and 7 in conference. That conference is just Oh, it's brutal. TCU beat Oklahoma about twenty-seven last night. Iowa State ranked twelfth beat fifth-ranked Kansas eighty to seventy-six, and tenth-ranked Texas at home beat Oklahoma State eighty-nine to
1: seventy-five. Three teams with a six and two record in conference, yeah. and three three teams with a five yeah. and three record. Those are the top teams. They're all in the top half. And you better beat West Virginia, and you better beat
0: Texas Tech, because otherwise, you're just going to beat the snot out of each other. It's crazy.
1: Um does Kentucky win Saturday? I think so. I think crowd should good, be electric. Should be electric. There's a good vibe on the team, positive. I, 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 it would be interesting to see what spread. What do you think spread on that game is going to
0: be? Uh, Kentucky's going to be favorite. But just Five. based on the fact that they, even though they're unranked and Kansas is ranked ninth, but just based on the fact that they're at home, they won four in a row, Kansas is reeling a little bit, I, I don't think it's that high. I think maybe three and a half. Really? Yeah, I don't think it's that high. It's still Kansas, man.
2: I think three and a half sounds right. It's still Kansas.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Scooter. uh, We had a little tiff before the show. We're not talking
2: either. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sorry.
0: I know you can cut our mics off at any time. I get that.
2: I'm just going to mute mine again. Um, All right. Um, I'll talk to you, Scoot.
0: (laughs) Big 12 SEC Challenge. Auburn at West Virginia. You got winners for me here? Auburn. Auburn at West Virginia. I like Auburn. Texas Tech at LSU. 0-7 0-7 in the league, Texas Tech. Keep that in mind. At LSU. At LSU. You know, they thought that was going to be a good game, They did they? Uh they? Well, it's on ESPNU, but, yeah, they thought it was going to be a good game. LSU breaks their streak. Oh, wow. Alabama at Oklahoma. They Al- thought that was going to be a good game. Alabama. Um, again, all three of the – well, no, two of those games, are, and it's it's split as far as home and home. <laughs> Iowa State at Missouri. Missouri's scary. That game. will be a really Missouri's good scary. game. Missouri's scary. 2 o'clock. Those are the 2 o'clock games. Actually, Auburn, West Virginia is at noon. 4 o'clock, Arkansas at Baylor. Arkansas struggling. No, they had some injuries. They, they won last night. Uh, yeah, but they played LSU. Yep. TCU uh, and, and, uh, at Mississippi WSX. State. <laughs> that was a throwaway game for the season. TCU at Mississippi State. Now TCU is really good. Texas at Tennessee. 10th ranked Texas at 4th ranked Tennessee. They played last year, if you remember, in Texas. It was the Rick Barnes' coming home game, and uh, Texas didn't play very well. It was an ugly game. I think it ended in the
1: low 50s. Yeah, no Chris Beard coming to – Nope, nope. But uh, Rick Barnes is at home with a good Tennessee team. And he's an underrated coach. I think me and you both thought he was not a good coach. At Texas, I thought that. And I thought that too. But I think he's an underrated coach.
0: But uh, That's a 6 o'clock game. The other 6 o'clock game, Florida at Kansas State. Florida's struggling.
1: Yeah, they're, they're really Kansas struggling. Kansas State
0: lost last night, but they're really good. Um, 8 o'clock games, of course, Kansas at Kentucky, and the uh, ESPN2 game, Ole Miss at Oklahoma State. They'll be lined
1: up to watch that Yikes.
0: one. Uh, let's see. Let's move that game up to two, and let's move <laughs> Alabama and Oklahoma down into that spot. All right, we'll take a break. Cards on the road tonight. Hoosiers on the road tonight. We'll talk about that. We'll get Tony's NFL picks for the weekend uh, nice little golf rivalry here. Rory McIlroy and Patrick Reed having words at the du- at the Dubai golf tournament. And one man elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame yesterday. We'll tell you who that was. And we'll go over how close other guys got. And we'll ask Tony, baseball guy, who should be in the Hall of Fame. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. You're you're. I heard it, I
1: heard it, I heard
2: it.
0: Welcome back. Here's on Sports presented by M&M Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio on this Wednesday. Uh, be careful out there. It is uh, a nasty drive. Drove over that 2nd Street Bridge today. A little slick. Got uh, rain, wind. Just be careful. And uh, don't, text, don't text service Don't text while you're Spears. Don't text while you're driving. Um, Texture says it is hard to tell who's the best in the country when at the end of the season they're only in conference games. So you know who's best in the conference, but that's it. That is a good
1: point, but I've watched some Big 12 basketball Tony and these teams are good. Yeah, I agree, John. I have watched a lot too, and I I'm big really big on TCU and Kansas State and those other teams are solid. I, yeah. I'm not huge on Kansas. I haven't been either. They
0: played too many close games against not great competition earlier, and they won all those games. That's why they were ranked number two in the country. But uh, I think we found out the real
1: Kansas here in the last three or four weeks. Yeah, it's inside play. It's, they. they yeah, McCullers is a good player. Wilson's a good player. They've, uh, But there's just not any consistency under the basket for
0: them. M&M Cartridge hotline is open, 384-1450, 502-384-1450, to join in on the conversation. Thorns text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Get your text into that number. Louisville, well, they had a week off. Is that going to help? They're 2-17, 0-8 in the conference. They go to Boston College tonight, who's not real good either, but they're not Louisville bad. Uh, is the week off a positive for Kenny Payne's team? I
1: don't think so. When you're losing, you don't want to practice. Yeah, but they, needed pra- they need I practice. I know it, John, but. Have the right attitude, first of all. Well, you hope you they hope have the they right do. Attitude. When you've won two games, what kind of positive attitude do you have going to practice? What do you
0: do if you're a coach? You're two and seventeen. You got a week off before your next game. Do you give the guys a couple of days off and tell them, "Look, just go, clear your mind, refresh, come back." They played on Wednesday. Give them Thursday and Friday off and say, "Look, come back Saturday with a new attitude. and just get be ready to work." Yeah,
1: I think so and I or think, do you have to have them in the gym no, every day no you you gotta get away from it when things are bad you gotta you gotta disconnect somewhere and then try to reconnect and I think just what you said would be the perfect way to do it and I would come back and I would drill and I would work on stuff and then I would come back maybe Monday and go hard but I, they need a break I mean when things are bad you' know, you know you got to get away from things, and that's in life. That ain't just in basketball, man. Yeah,
0: the Eagles are 9-11, and 3-6 in the ACC. That's a 9 o'clock game on the ACC network. Boston College is a 9.5-point favorite. How many times has that happened? Uh, how many times has this happened? Louisville is last in the ACC in scoring offense at 62.4. They are last in the ACC in scoring defense at 75.2. That is why you're 0-8. Uh, Boston College, by the way, is second to last in scoring offense, 65.9. Uh, seventh in scoring defense, they've only allowed 69.7 points per game. Uh, Boston College did win their last game at Notre Dame, 84-72. to uh, Emmanuel Okorafor will join the Cards tonight from NBA Africa. Um, what do you think? Just what Does they need. Does he play?
1: Just what they need. Another, another big man? Big I mean, they don't need any guards. Another big guy that uh, has no experience playing at this level? Well, I think we've heard that all year. Ooh. And, and John, Yikes. another great thing. I look at this ESPN predictor. Yep. 88.5 Boston College. Eight, Boston College
0: is never 88.5% to beat anybody, anywhere, anytime, and I'm including Division two teams.
1: I know it, and that that just that r- just little things like that keep piling up on the Cardinals, and I, gosh, I've you've heard it, I've heard it from Louisville fans, non-Louisville fans. There's just no positives. L. Ellis is a positive. You you hope Mike James keeps playing well, or or Withers plays well, but where <sighs> are the positives? I, What's the next home game?
0: I'm going to tell question. you,
1: that, uh, Georgia Tech, a week from tonight that would be a big crowd. And they go
0: to Notre Dame Saturday. Um, I'm picking the cards tonight, Tony. Straight up? Straight up. Money lining them. <laughs> money lining the cards. Now, I didn't money line them. Full disclosure, I already made my bet. I, I wonder I, what Scooter thinks about I took about the there. points.
2: <laughs> I'm thinking that John needs to lay they're, off the booze before doing <laughs> a radio show. <laughs> uh,
0: over-under tonight in that game. Remember. Louisville is last in the ACC in scoring. Boston College is second to last. I don't
1: the care score. what
0: it is. You go over. It's 132 and a half. Started at
1: 134 Over. And
0: a half. It's heading toward the under, though, Vegas. Going down two I, points.
1: I, I'm going over, John, because when you got two teams that don't Boston score. Boston College scored 84 They get an opportunity after. to score against each other. Well, they're, and Louisville's got terrible defense, too. Keep that in mind.
0: So, you can have a bad offense, but you're going to score against a bad defense. Just like Kentucky scored, you know, had all those inside layups and dunks against Mandy. That was bad defense by Vandy last night.
1: What's the over and under <laughs> at halftime on who's? How many Louisville fans turned the game off?
0: Oh wow! It'd be, te- it'd be 10 after o'clock. ten o'clock. Well, since I think they're going to win, I think everybody stays connected tonight.
1: <laughs> but good, I, I, wasn't, I, <laughs> I really gave Scooter a laugh here. I, I I hope it's a good game. I hope Cardinals cards cards win, win tonight. There you go. Cards win. John
2: Spears
0: go. just if the cards baboom. win tonight, then I won't do a
2: show tomorrow. Oh come on, cards, baby! I'll be, I'll
0: be too bad, too busy celebrate.
2: <laughs> I will say that if they don't win tonight. They I do may like, not win another game. No, I do like their odds in one of the next two games
0: at so. Notre Dame and home against Georgia Tech. Yeah,
2: no, I think they'll win one of those. You think they can win two out of three? No,
0: heck, no. <laughs>
2: so you, <laughs> you said they can
0: win one of those. There. Yeah, so definitely losing tonight.
1: Absolutely, but might be
0: might win at Notre Dame where Boston College just won by twelve on Saturday, or might win at home against Georgia Tech. Yeah. I think uh, Emmanuel Okorafor puts up twenty and twelve tonight. We you don't know you've never seen him play. You have no idea. Neither do I. This is a, this, it's a secret weapon.
2: According to Kenny Payne, he was not gonna. St- he won't stay on yeah. the floor if he plays. Yeah, he won't play. He won't but, play. Nobody. But I mean, if he does, he will not stay on the floor. He'll pick up fouls so quick because he was just <laughs> he was. Coach Payne was literally saying that the brand of basketball he was playing. He's not going to be able to get away with it in college. He's a, he's a rough guy.
1: Just
0: Twenty the and twelve. Cards need. Twenty and twelve. Write it down, man.
1: Another Sidney Curry huh? cards win tonight. <laughs> wow. Uh, Hoosiers on the road
0: tonight. Let's let's talk positive now. Thirteen and six, four and four. They won three straight uh, at Minnesota. Bottom team in the Big Ten. Seven and eleven overall. One and seven in conference. Nine o'clock. Big Ten Network. Indiana is a nine and a half point favorite on the road at the barn uh, Tony the Hoosiers uh I know race Thompson's kind of back a little bit he played four minutes last week but picked
2: up three fouls by
0: the way they' kind of they've kind of found themselves since the Johnsons Xavier Johnson race Thompson injuries they lose three in a row but they figured out defensively what they're made of and uh, that's been the difference TJD's an all-American and and they're playing good defense. Playing good basketball and the schedule right now, the next uh, several f- games is
1: favorable for Indiana. Well, there, there's the problem for me. I, I don't think Minnesota is very good. Terrible. Minnesota in the barn, <laughs> but Minnesota is terrible. But that's what you have to worry about if you're IU. You're playing a nine o'clock game on the road. Oh, yeah, you're playing well. Remember Rutgers. And Minnesota's not very good, and we know how things can work out. So they better be ready to go. I'm not. They won't lose. But I'd be scared to bet them. They won't lose like Boston College.
0: But uh, I like the Hoosiers tonight. I'm Look, I've said it all year long. All year long and since pre-Big Ten season, I really like their roster. Now, injuries are part of the game. But uh, Hood Shafino lately has been a little bit off. But I think he'll be fine. I think he's he's a one-and-done guy at Indiana. Trace Jackson-Davis, Tony, last three games, twenty averaging 28 points, 12 rebounds, four and a half assists. He has been the All-American that we thought he was going to be, and I've said this, he needs two guys to help him. I don't care which two guys they are, Hood Shifino and Jordan Geronimo. Renew, um, Miller Cop is eventually going to make some shots. I, he just needs a couple guys to help him out, and especially against a team like Minnesota. Well, they should dominate this game.
1: Minnesota's lost their last three games to Michigan, Purdue, and Illinois. They beat Ohio State, Ohio, at State's Ohio down. State down. But the game against Michigan the other day at Michigan was a four-point game. So yeah, sixty to fifty-six, and there was a late
0: technical foul in that game that uh, really led to them losing the game or not having a chance to win the game. Let's put it that way. Um, so they've played better. On
1: it, the road than they have in the barn. <laughs> they don't play well in the barn.
0: Indiana's average score last three games, 75-60. Uh, to 60. Now, those games are um, uh, Wisconsin, which was ranked at the time. At Il- Now, Wisconsin was missing a couple of players. At Illinois and Michigan State, Tony, and their averages. A couple of good wins. 75-60 yep. is the average in those wins. The next of five for Indiana, at Minnesota tonight, Ohio State, who's struggling at home, at Maryland, then Purdue, but it's in Bloomington. Uh, then you got the the rematch with Rutgers right after that in Bloomington at Michigan at Northwestern Illinois at home. Other than Purdue, I think you're going to be favoring every one of these games and probably uh, you know probably should win all of these games and you might even knock off the number one Boilermakers since it's in Assembly Hall. Should
1: win those games. Should They'll win lose those in games there somewhere. But yeah, it's it set up for them pretty well and they're and they're playing well.
2: By the way, Dawson Garcia, one of Minnesota's best players, or their best player, is probably out tonight. Yeah, he's out tonight. So,
0: uh, Still Indiana be
1: careful because the Indiana
2: players know that I know, know, I know it.
0: there's a long way to go here, but if you had to seed Indiana right now, thirteen and six, uh, four and four in the Big Ten, six seed, seven seed, maybe, uh, maybe eight.
1: I was thinking six. Yeah, just matters. You know, you know there's so many teams so, in that. We got there's so, so many go. teams in that range. That they're at, that Indiana's at, and there's so many teams that are comparable that it's got to work its way out at later in the year. I, I don't I don't take anything into Joe Lenardi and into those guys. I love reading it. I know it's something that's something to talk about, but I don't even look at it because it's just it's too early to make those decisions. Everybody's go got runs. about twelve games left,
0: so when you look at it, you say, well, six six seven weeks from now we're going to be in doing Selection Sunday. That's right around the corner. But there are so many games in between there yeah. to get there that it's, it's, you know.
1: So who you like tonight? Indiana minus nine and a half. I, I told you. I would take I would take Minnesota the and the points at home. Indiana will so win. So you're taking
0: Boston College and Minnesota, and I'm taking Louisville and Indiana. Yep. So you hate local teams is what you're telling me. Wow.
1: No, you well, know what I am? I'm a realist, right? John.
2: Speaking of local teams, John, I wanted to thank you for making me make the decision on national championship. Yesterday, when you brought it up, Indiana or Kentucky? Because I got roasted this morning. Roasted. Is that what uh, TJ was tweeting about? The Uh, Scoot show this morning? Maybe a little bit. That was Um, just a small part of the show, but yeah.
0: So you took Indiana, and they said, we're jumping him when we walked in the studio today.
2: Oh, all the texters were texting in, like, what an idiot. (laughs) Yeah, it was bad. If Kentucky beats Kansas,
0: and Indiana loses to Minnesota or Ohio State, then I'll say, uh, Scooter, Mike, maybe you jumped the gun there. But right now, I, I don't disagree so you agree. with you. It, I did agree it, with
1: it's you. It's 50-50 in my book. I mean, it, either way you go, you're not feeling great about it. I'm feeling great about it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Speak for yourself. By the Josh. way,
1: system last night, yikes. Terrible.
0: Only one game, and I said it was going to get back on track. Miami was a three-point underdog, or Florida State was a three-point <laughs> underdog at home to Miami. That game was, I don't know, 30-10 to 10 at one point. The final was 86-63. I don't think it was that close. So the system 0-1 yet again. Uh, uh, I'm getting ready to scrap the system. The former system? No. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the system uh, formerly known as the system.
2: I told you I hated that last no night. No system games
0: tonight. We need a breather. We it's got a Tony system, system game tonight. Uh, I don't think we do. We got it, Scoot.
2: Isn't it the... Home teams that are not ranked,
0: yeah, given as points. favorites,
2: given points. I yeah. thought there was one. There's not one. Hmm.
0: Central Florida is the only home team, and that's not even a power conference, so it wouldn't count. Houston is a nine and a half point favorite. Yeah, Alabama at home tonight, night a thirteen point favorite over Mississippi State on SEC Network. That's the late game. The early game is Georgia at fourth ranked Tennessee. Tennessee is sixteen and a half against the Bulldogs. So some big numbers here, Tony, uh, in the SEC. Tonight in those early games, Texas A&M at Auburn. Auburn ranked fifteenth. They're four and a half point favorites. Those we are the like SEC games. Game. I like a and I like Buzz Williams. I do too. Uh, I think Auburn. I think probably wins the game. They got more talent, but give me Buzz Williams over Bruce Pearl every time. No, uh, no offense, Bruce. Uh, None taken. <laughs> great, really, really good. Uh, Big East doubleheader tonight. 630 Xavier and UConn, two teams ranked in the top 19 of the country. Connecticut at home is a six-and-a-half-point favorite there. And then Butler, who's not very good, at 23rd-ranked Providence, Providence
1: 10-point favorite. Do you think Thad Mata will get it done there? (sighs) That's a tough conference. I mean, it's a first year. That's a tough conference, Mm -hmm. number one. You're recruiting
0: at Butler, and you're not going to get the kids that are going to go to Notre Dame or Indiana or Kentucky or Louisville. Well, maybe Louisville. But Butler's that's tough. Tough recruiting spot. Um, I, You know, I don't know. I'm, I was never a Thad Mata fan even when he was at Ohio State. By well, the time we went to Hinkle, we enjoyed it. Didn't we, we loved Hinkle, man. His they red nose. Saw him play uh, St. John's. <laughs> him and his red nose, is that what you said? Yeah,
2: his nose is always like blood red. So
0: you're going after personal traits now, not just the no
2: coaching it, ability. I don't know that he's like that if he's not coaching, but maybe he's just always so mad when he's coaching. I don't know. We'll take a break. <laughs> we'll get Tony's
0: NFL picks for the weekend and talk a little baseball hall of fame, a little NBA on the other side as well. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. If I heard it, I heard it. Welcome back to Beers on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. Guys, Beers, Tony Burger Studio. Thank you, Scooter, for uh, not turning our mics on early there. We were having a little laugh over
2: here. Never know what you all are saying. Appreciate
0: it. Eminem Cartage Highline is open, 502 384 1450. 384 1450, if you'd like to talk out loud. Thornton's text line is open as well, 502 414 1450. Texter says, based on the IU and UK season so far and considering injuries to starters, I agree with. Scoots. Wow. But, the texture goes on to say, but if UK talent starts to shine, that changes things. I would agree with that. Yeah. And it did start. It has started to shine. Certain guys have uh, started to get a lot better here, Tony. Jacob Toppin. I mean, we don't talk about him a lot because you're focused on Wallace and Shebway and Wheeler's not playing and we need Frederick and Reeves to hit threes. You hear all of those. Conversations, You don't talk about Toppin. He's had a couple of double-doubles in a row now here.
1: Well, the fourth spot for Kentucky when they were playing bad was terrible. Yeah, agreed. I mean, uh, Toppin was not uh, – every once in a while he'd play well. No consistency. they track Collins. Collins just not physically strong enough to play that spot. And Lance Ware can't do it. No. I mean, Lance Ware can give you minutes, but you can't de- – you can't rely on not him on extraire. the offensive end no, at least not at all. And and what that that offense has done, they got to they got to make a decision on Oscar, right? We saw it the other night. Do you play him straight up or do you double him? Well, you got three shooters on the outside. That, Hard to double. Who's that free up? One of the three shooters is
0: going to be Jacob up. Toppin. Yes, yes, I agree with what you're saying. And there. then he if, can use his if, athletic ability, cause the four spread. And I feel if, if I'm watching Kentucky and Jacob Toppin is taking a 12 footer, I think it's going in. I mean he's worked on that. He's got that in his game. I don't want him shooting three-pointers if I'm Big Blue Nation. But go get rebounds. He had a rebound dunk last night again on the opposite side. Uh he is starting to take rebounds away from Oscar Sheboy.
1: And I'm if you're a Kentucky right. fan, you got to be happy to see that. He's getting double-doubles and Oscar's getting double-doubles. I mean, yeah. That, that that goes a long way. I mean, you're you're talking at least 25 rebounds right there, because Oscar's usually around fifteen. If Toppin's getting 10, that's your four and your five guy getting twenty-five rebounds a game.
0: I got a text for another show here. Um, because we can't we're not we're not we are going to dump into this rabbit hole today, but what is worse, Louisville's talent or Kenny Payne's coaching. First of all, that's mean spirited. Because right now we don't
1: we don't know if Kenny Payne can coach right. because of the talent level. Right? Is that fair? I think it's fair, but it's also fair to say it's also Kenny f- Payne was evaluating these kids yes. coming in.
0: It is fair to question the coaching, I yes. think. but I don't think it's fair to say at this
1: point he flat out can't coach. Right, they could have done that with Coach K and a bunch of guys when they first came in their first year. Now they weren't two and seventeen, but they weren't right. good right off, and uh, whew, that's a whew, you don't even like going into that question. I
0: don't even want to jump into that. Scooter, any opinion?
1: No, I'm good. Yeah, good good.
0: Hey, he makes a good de- decision. Maybe he won't get roasted tomorrow on the uh uh Kentucky roll call. Oh, uh, I
2: get roasted every day.
0: Texter wanted to know which hour you got roasted in, so they go back and listen to the podcast. i what did I'm Twitter say? You know.
2: You, you let say, him know? I told him. Yeah. Okay, Scooters I told him it, it was. Time. I told him it was hour one, but it was a fun show, so just listen to the whole thing. <laughs> 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 All
0: right, Tony. NFL this weekend. We're at conference championship. See who goes to Super Bowl. We'll start with the early game: San Francisco at Philadelphia, three o'clock on Fox. Brock Purdy still coming through that door. He's undefeated. Jalen Hurts shoulder issue wasn't an issue against the Giants. When you win thirty-eight-seven, there aren't many issues. He didn't have to throw. He only threw for 154. Uh, Philadelphia at home, two-and-a-half point favorite. Who you got?
1: Well, Philadelphia's look really, really good. So I'm taking the 49ers because I think the 49ers <laughs> are on. I, I love, like what you did there. I love the 49ers team. I really do. McCaffrey and Mitchell in that backfield. You got Debo, Samuel, George the Kittle. Yeah. And that all, all Purdy has to do is manage the game. Brandon Aiyuk has uh, become throws. a really good receiver. Yes, and their defense is really good. Yeah, that's what I lean on is their
0: defense. So uh, If you don't turn it over, if Brock Purdy doesn't get right. ahead of his skis, they are going to be a hard team to beat because it's, they're hard to score on. Yeah, I, I, what, what's the over and under on that, do you know? Uh, well, that seems like yeah, a
1: low-scoring game to me. Uh, Eagles have been really good. They're putting up points, but I just think the 49ers are a little different, and I think that's going to be a close game and a low-scoring game. You think it's going to be low scoring? Yeah, I really do.
0: 46 and a half. Does seem high mm-hmm. in a 49ers game. Uh second game Cincinnati. Oh, we love the Bengals. Who day? Who day? Who day? Who day? Who day? Oh, oh my god. Joe Burrow's great. Joe Burrow, I heard today uh somebody uh, Herm Edwards said he's he's Joe Montana. He's the next Joe Montana.
1: That is heavy praise right there. That is now. I have a big question for you about the Bengals. Yep. Did the field help the offensive line for the Bengals? Who that is a good
0: question because the O line for the Bengals dominated the Bills, but the D line for the Bengals dominated the Bills. So the bad field didn't help the Bills' offensive line. You're saying because the Bills couldn't rush them?
1: Yeah, because because of the field, condition. the Bengals being beat up on the offensive line. Did that give them an advantage? To no. be able to block a little better, I, don't I, think I thought so. that during the game. I thought, I just Tony think was twenty-seven good... to ten. No, I agree. It, I, it was a beatdown, right? I, I don't disagree, but is that going to work against uh, Greg Jones and uh, Chiefs? Are they going to be able to block them? You know, everybody talks about George offense. Carl Loftus. Everybody talks about the Bengals' yeah. offense, but are they going to be able to handle
0: Bengals' defense is good too now.
1: No, they're real good. The Bengals are really good. The big
0: question is, what is Patrick Mahomes going to give the Chiefs this weekend? And we have no idea because the Chiefs are being quiet about it. Uh, Yesterday and today should have been the big practice days. No, I take it back. Today and tomorrow should be the big practice days here. Uh, So maybe they'll let us in on it, let us know what's going on with Patrick Mahomes' ankle. But he's not going to have the mobility he usually has. That's one thing we can all agree on. But Uh, he'll improvise. Kansas City starters as a three-point favorite. They are now a one-point underdog to the Bengals. At home, me,
1: who you got? That tells me they really think Mahomes is hurt.
0: Yeah, I know. And that's, I said that yesterday. And the Bengals
1: Bengals have beaten the Chiefs three times in a row. You know what the Bengals did well the other day? Mixon and Brand. Yeah. Were really good. And and if they can run, run the ball, the too. That, that frees up Joe Burrow a lot if they well, can run the ball. The Bengals averaged six
0: yards on first down last weekend. If you're in second and four, second and three all day, yeah, you're not going to lose. Yeah, you're not right. with Joe Burrow, you're not going to lose. Um, he Mahomes mayb-
1: have something to prove.
0: I think he does a little bit. Keep in mind, this is the you know, he's the golden child. He's won one Super Bowl. When he won that one, we thought he'd have at least two, maybe three by now, right? Right. But so, everybody loves Joe Burrow now, and now, they should. yeah. Joe Burroughs, is he the second-best quarterback in the NFL right now behind Patrick Mahomes? Might be the best. Wow.
1: That's a strong statement. Who you got? I'm going with the Chiefs. I just think it runs out yeah. for the Bengals. I don't know why. I'm, some I hope the Bengals point, win. At some point,
0: uh, ask Kentucky football against Florida. At some point, you're going to beat them. Uh, now, I don't think the Bengals are going to beat the Chiefs 30 in a row, but They beat them three in a row. and Patrick Mahomes hasn't lost three in a row to anybody else. And uh, even in that division with the Chargers and the Raiders and the Broncos, he's never lost three in a row to anybody else. They've lost three in a row to the Bengals, and it's been because of Joe Burrow. How loud will Arrowhead be? It'll be crazy. Philly will be crazy. Now, Philly will be a different kind of crazy because they are crazy. Who's the late game? The late game's Bengals-Chiefs.
1: You know why they did that? Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. No, they didn't want the Philly fans <laughs> drinking that long.
2: <laughs> Don't they? F- no offense, Trevor. Don't they flip it every year? So, like, uh, next year the no, NFC no. game no. will be the late one? No, I, no? I think
1: no. it's just by who they think they, nationally. Maybe yeah. I made
0: that later up. Later yeah, you made that up. Well but. done. Uh, Scott Rowland goes into the Hall of Fame. I would have thought Scott Rowland, personally, would be in the Hall of Very Good. Maybe not the Hall of Fame. But you look at the numbers, and that's what we do here. If you Now, you look at this. The first year he was on the ballot, he got 10% of the vote. 10%. Now, not he's much. not a first ballot Hall of Famer, obviously. Those are special guys like, uh, you know, Derek Derek Jeter, But Scott Rowland's in, Tony, he got 76.3% of the vote. My question is, who of these guys should be in? Todd Helton was seven votes shy. He got 72.2%. He needed seven more votes to get in. Should Todd Helton be in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Uh, Billy Wagner, left-handed reliever, 68.1% of the votes. That's a borderline for me. Andrew Jones, Atlanta Braves, 58%. No. Gary Sheffield, steroid allegations, 55%. No. Carlos Beltran, 46.5%. Here's one that is... Numbers wise, better than Scott
1: Rowland. Okay. Jeff Kent. I saw that and I say no. 46.5%. But see, I don't really look at Scott Rowland as a uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Solid career. Oh, real solid. Good
0: hitter, really good defensive third baseman at a couple of different places. But does he? He's the only guy going in here. I guess you got to put somebody in or you don't have a Hall of Fame day a got 35.7%. Manny Ramirez got 33.2%. Uh,
1: they're not going in anytime soon. If you'd have gone to a Reds game last year, which I know you didn't, and you asked the fans there, what percentage of them do you think would have said Scott Rowland would be elected to the Hall of Fame? Uh, not very many. Not very many. And That's was, what I think. He was a, a
0: Cardinal and a Red. Uh, other names on the list, Bobby Abreu got 15%. Jimmy Rollins got 12.9%. So only one player... Going into the Hall of Fame this year, that's a, that's a bizarre year. Now, you're going to have some new guys on the ballot next year. I guess the, the biggest name next year, first time, is Chase Utley. Adrian Beltre. Adrian Beltre is a Hall of Famer. Yes. 3,000 hits, great third baseman, uh, but you don't know about Adrian Beltre because he spent most of his career in Texas. Texas. All right, we got two minutes here. NBA last night. The Celtics lost again. They had an 87-77 lead and lost to Miami 98-95. Uh, they're on a bit of a downturn. The Clippers beat the Lakers late last night, 133-115. LeBron had 40-plus. Uh, he has now scored 40 points, Tony, against every team in the NBA. He had never scored 40 before against the Clippers. Is he the best player of all time? No. Kareem? No. Larry Bird? No. Dr. J? No. I guess Mike. That's Mike. All right. I want to be like The argument is better. The argument's greater than it's ever been now. He's going to end up being the leading scorer in NBA
1: history and top four, maybe top three in assists. Well, longevity and amount of games have a lot to do with that. But I I think LeBron, I'm not a LeBron fan, but he's great. He's been great for a long time. But not a fan because he thinks he runs the NBA. (laughs) Um, five of the seven
0: games went under last night. That didn't help. Me. That didn't help my bankroll. Washington big Dallas, one twenty-seven, one twenty-six. a little skirmish, uh, between little, uh, t- uh, Twitter skirmish between, uh, Kyle Kuzma of the, uh, of the Washington wizards and Spencer Dinwiddie of Dallas, who both said those guys uh, don't know how to play basketball. That's, that's fun, right? Yeah. Wow. Luca, by the way, Lucas should be the MVP. This and year. Shannon Sharp apologized. <laughs> Don't apologize. Just don't be an idiot in the first place. Ed Peek might be here tomorrow, might be here Friday. That's every time. I have no idea. But I'll be here barring a Cardinal win tonight. You're listening to Spears on Sports. Thanks for listening. Eminem Carnage on the Big X. I heard it, I heard it, I heard it on the X.